0: 3, Bunny!
1: Act three. Yes, Bunny, my friend, my brother, my secret lover. It's time for the third and final act of the Pope on Film podcast, and for those of you that aren't in the know, it is said third act wherein we finally and eventually get around to discussing our all-new low price, same great taste but with half the calories movie of the week! And so this week, we are pretending that movie theaters are still a thing as we rip on a fucking Christian movie with a look at the heavy-handed 2020 string of cliches known as I still believe, or as I like to call it,
0: Spinal Tap for Virgin. <laughs> I, I, I like that. I
1: approve. Thank you. I was hoping that you'd like it. Uh, What an amazing movie. I really felt the spirit. Uh, I cried so many times because I've never seen another movie before. And so all of this was new to me. Yes.
0: Yes. I, I, I liked it a lot more when it was called Wild Guitar. I'm telling you. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And who so was this guy? Is he from something that I should know or or are they just making generic Christian clone characters?
1: Okay. So Jeremy Camp is a real person. He's in his like 40s. He's had a massively successful Christian music career and this is a true biography of his life.
0: I'm sorry, his life is so cliched.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I've never fucking heard of the guy before now. So I I looked him up on Wikipedia to see, like, this is is a guy, right? This is a real person. And yeah, he's a real person. And this is his true story. The guy who they got to play Jeremy Camp in the movie is uh, Archie from Riverdale.
0: Oh, okay, that's why he looks so familiar. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's fucking Archie. Because I watched the first season Archie. of Riverdale and just never went back. Yeah,
1: yeah. So that was so that was Archie with uh, dark black hair. So bunny, I'm getting paid by the bunny. So bunny, I see. I have, throughout 2019, I saw every dumb, stupid Christian movie that came out in theaters. Because of my AMC A-list, I was desperate for new movies. Mm
0: -hmm. I was
1: so desperate. I was so desperate for new movies that I would regularly go see Christian movies like Unplanned, Run the Race, Breakthrough, Overcomer, and whatever other shitty Christian movies get a a widescreen release And the thing that I liked about it is that I wouldn't go see it once it came out because all of the Christians in my small ass town would go see it and, and there'd be like massive, the theaters would be packed, but I would wait a few weeks so that the theater was empty enough so that I could sit in the back and live tweet the entire film. Yeah. Because of that, going to see a Christian movie was always a lot of fun. Cause I'd be live tweeting it. And like, I remember when I was live tweeting unplanned, people were like, Holy shit. Some dude is watching the, the anti-abortion movie right now and live tweeting it. And, and it it was always a lot of fun to go into a theater and I've had some edibles and yeah, let's, let's rip on this fucking Christian film.
0: But being Christians, they know how to suck the joy out of fucking everything. Is what yeah. you're saying. This is what I'm hearing you say. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I was excited to see this movie in theaters, is what I'm saying. Yeah. I was exciting, I was excited to see this Christian film. I was looking forward to going to see uh fucking the Jeremy Camp story. Yeah. But uh because it ripping on Christian movies is always a lot of fun. Well, movie theaters are now all closed, which is fine, and I have no problem with that because I hardly ever go to the movies, right, Bunny? I mean, I only saw three movies a week every single week since 2018. So, yeah, I'm fine, Bunny! (laughs) Everything's fine! (coughs) So, I... (coughs) So... I was actually happy about going to see I Still Believe until fucking COVID-19 closed down all the movie theaters. How interesting that an act of God stopped this movie from being in theater. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. And being the major hit that it should have been.
1: Yeah. But to be fair, to be fair, I Still Believe is a wondrous movie because I legitimately found myself praying during the film. Oh, really? I was watching the movie, and yeah, I was praying during the movie. And I thought that the movie wouldn't move me because I'm like this uh, evil liberal minority heathen, and so I'm I'm like, ah, oh, this movie's not going to touch my heart. It's not going to make me pray, not at all. And but halfway through the movie, I was <coughs> sitting there. With my hands pressed against each themselves, pointing up to the heavens and whispering quietly, Dear God, please let this shitty movie be over soon. Yes. Yes. Please, Lord, please make this movie fucking stop. So I did pray during this movie. Yes. So uh, what an amazing film to get me to pray is what I'm saying.
0: How amazing is that? But again, like you also say, it's not like it's a horrible movie. Yeah. It's, I, uh, think, okay, I, I, think... I, I have to leave the airport for this, but if we were in a dentist's office this okay. would be this would be acceptable
1: okay i see what you're saying yeah like i i think the thing with christian movies is that christian yes honey i didn't think i did maybe it's all the the teens who have been cooking lately who fucked with everything, but no, I didn't mess with anything. So uh, I think the thing is, is that a lot of like fundamentalist Christians and born again, Christians and like the serious hardcore Christians, they see Christian movies and they think they're amazing because they only see Christian movies. You know, so all of the people who see I Still Believe who are Christian are like, Oh my goodness, that's such an amazing movie! So beautiful, I love it. I'm gonna take my grandmother to go see it. And it's like, Yeah, to them, this movie is incredible because they haven't seen the 30 other movies that are this exact same.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, and see, I I, mean, even the synopsis of the movie itself is just boring. Yeah. Like the movie might be better and
1: more interesting if the music was memorable.
0: Yeah. I I couldn't tell you a single goddamn song that was in this movie. Yeah, that that certainly would help. Uh and they also like like for a movie with damn little plot okay how did yep. they manage to rush through like like there are a couple of things that I missed and didn't feel like going back to catch and I'm kind of surprised I missed it because I would think they would make I don't know how he got famous I have no idea all I know is that we come up to a scene and he's playing in front of this huge fucking crowd yeah yeah. I would think that that would be a point in the movie that you might want to pay a little bit more attention to and put in yeah. a little more detail. And, there's no- and then there's and a there's- scene where he's he gets into a fight with his friend. I don't know why. And then in the next scene everything's okay.
1: Yeah. Well, uh the friend was a fairly successful Christian musician. Yeah. Who had the uh, feelings for the girl that Archie ends up dating and so they're like back and forth it was like oh so you were dating her and you didn't tell me Archie <laughs> and then eventually oh but you're a good guy hey um I'm, I'm glad you guys are are all right but i think he got famous just because he snuck in to his concert and talked to him, this actual famous musician, and it's just all about, I don't know, like, hey, I'm a famous Christian musician. You want to be one too? Uh, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And there's absolutely no characterization. All Jeremy Camp is in this movie (coughs) is just, I'm taking care of this woman. Oh, she's dead. I
0: am sad now. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, so, so this movie, let's, let's give it a quick synopsis. Okay. Because then, then people will truly see how pointless and ridiculous young boy from small town travels to big city college with guitar becomes famous, falls in love, but uh Oh, she has cancer. Yeah. I've seen that a million times. I've seen that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody needs a
1: bunch of times before.
0: Nobody needs to see this movie. You've you've already seen it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Even yeah, you could you could just read that synopsis and you would end up writing at
0: least half of the movie. Yeah. 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 And, like, I'm, you know, I'm so, really not getting it. You know, I'm, uh, you have had like thousands of people pray for her because you keep bringing it up in your concerts. Okay. She, she goes into remission. They're like, hey, it's a miracle. It's a, the doctors don't understand why. Like, Yeah, they do. It's called fucking remission, and it happens with cancer. Yeah, it does. And then guess what? Six months later, she's fucking dead. (laughs) You know? I mean, this is not a surprise. I bet you she stopped seeing her doctor because God healed her. Yeah. You know? And, well, now she's dead. So, So, like... I'm not seeing exactly. I'm I'm not seeing the Christian whacking material that we usually do in these kinds of movies. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I mean, because really film is it's all showing right. that your God is pretty much an abject failure.
1: Yeah. Uh, this movie's all right, but it's no Christian mingle the movie. No. Where's Kevin Sorbo? Gary Sinise is no Kevin Sorbo. No. It says a lot about the movie when Gary Sinise is the worst part of the film. He's got to be somebody's friend. Yeah. It says a lot about the movie that Gary Sinise and Shania Twain, you see them on screen and you're like, ugh, these guys again. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> Yeah, Shania Twain's in the movie. She has gotten Chubby. curvier in the same way that the that that uh, uh, the black dude from Reno nine one one has gotten fuller. <laughs> so she she's Shania Twain is in the movie going. Look at me, I'm acting. And you know what I was thinking? That don't impress me much. <laughs> it's a Shania Twain joke. That's a Shania Twain joke. I'm no, and I'm really proud of myself. So I still believe 2020 film that came out right before the pandemic closed all of the movie theaters. Uh fun fact about the film the movie came out like right in March and was in theaters for only two weeks before everything got shut down. So the movie went from opening in like thousands of theaters to being in everyone's homes in just two weeks. Yeah. It was only in theaters for two weeks, and then it immediately shot straight to TVs, which uh, scares me. (laughs) And the thing about these movies, the thing about these Christian movies is that When you say a Christian movie, that means that this is a movie just for Christians. Yeah. This is a movie that's only for the devoted to stay devoted religious propaganda. So if you're already religious, then yeah, this movie is probably inspiring and you'll really like it. But if you're not religious, this is the slowest goddamn movie I've ever seen. Yeah. How can an hour and 55 movie feel like three goddamn end games?
0: <laughs> I know so I had to little. keep taking breaks during the movie or I, I was just drifting away because it was like nothing. Like I had to fight to keep my attention on this movie. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: this is the this is just boring, uninspiring, slowest goddamn movie that has ever been made.
0: And you know, Slow. on top of it like like don't bother doing any fucking research, okay? She had cancer. Just, yeah, plain vanilla cancer. You know, not like pancreatic cancer or breast cancer. I mean, If they chose breast cancer, I would I would consider it a rather bold move for a Christian movie, you know, but but no, it was just cancer, you know, and the only real indications you have that this is real is that there's a doctor and she shaves her head. Yeah.
1: I just had a great idea, Bunny. Yeah. Yeah. Um
0: Christian Walk Hard. Christian Walk Hard. Okay. This movie could
1: have been The Christian Walk Hard. Yeah. Cuz it's so cheesy and it's so it's it, it almost feels like a parody of other movies. Yeah. M- m- like you know, like like this feels like a parody.
0: Yeah, uh, of your typical boy meets girl story.
1: Yeah. So what I'm thinking is we do a walk hard, but f- from the life of Carmen. <laughs> that guy who was real popular in the 80s. Remember, he was all over the place in the 80s. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah, no then we do came the, his, the
0: Carmen story. Then came his tragic addif- addiction to cough drops. Yeah,
1: yeah. Such a good a- Okay. So I still believe is based on the life of real life Christian musician Jeremy Camp who apparently uh it, it's 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 your typical love story. Uh young guy from a small town goes to a college sees a woman that he finds attractive and stalks the poor woman yes until she marries him probably so that he would leave her alone does anyone else feel think that it's creepy to be married by
0: your father That's creepy uh, to me. I don't. I don't know. Married to your father, I could agree. Yeah, married, married to th- your father. You but know, like, you get just the idea discount.
1: of Gary Tanis marrying his son and just going, "Son, you may now kiss the bride." And I'm like, "Ew." <laughs> it, it, I don't know. There's something about that. Just and also, they got married on a beach. That's very white of you. Yeah. Yeah, camp is roughly my age, which means that this movie is technically set in the nineties. I was really upset that sure you see someone hand someone else a cassette tape, yeah. And sure, when you go into uh, the the soon to be dead girl's dorm, she has one of those one of those neon thick ass Apple computers, one of those ones that were like neon and huge, yeah. And they had a handle and shit, yeah. But but I think I would have liked the movie more if they if they leaned more into the '90s setting. Have everyone using snap bracelets and listen to CNC music factor. Yeah. You know,
0: <laughs> everybody dance now. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm.
1: I I try and find positives in everything, and in every movie. Even a movie yes, you that do. shit, I can come up with something. The soldiers' costumes were very realistic. That's it's a compliment. Possible. So I will say that um, a New Zealander K.J. Appa, otherwise known as Archie Andrews in the CW teen drama Riverdale, sings his own... sings all of, all of the songs in the movie. Really, I, When you see When you yeah, when you see Archie singing, he's not he's not being dubbed over. He's not, you know, it's not someone else singing for him. He's doing all of the singing in the movie. And I'll say, Archie has a nice voice. Yes. Unfortunately, none of this music is anything to write home about. It's generic, boring, easily
0: forgettable shit. That's the whole movie. It felt a million. It felt very made for television including the music
1: yeah. yeah and it's like this guy's like a like one of the most celebrated christian musicians of all time like really i i none of these songs are 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 in any way memorable no, at all you know and this whole movie is just a million tropes from a million other more well done movies but this time around it's Jesus is in it, and yeah, you mentioned you mentioned like like the Christian movie secret. They're not all a hundred percent bad. They're mostly middle of the road. They're fine. They're okay. But the devoted see these movies and say, "Oh, this is the greatest movie of all time," and you just think that it's good because you haven't seen enough movies yet. Uh huh. You you stay in your like Christian bubble. And you don't come out of it. So sure, this is a great movie to you. Mm-hmm. It's like that review. It's like that wonderful review I read of the movie Joker. It, if you've never seen an ocean, of course a stream seems huge or something like that. Yeah. You know? like Of course, if the last movie you saw was... fucking... If the last movie you went to go see was uh, The Passion of the Christ, then yeah, I still believe it's going to be, you know, one of your favorite movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this movie was written and directed by the Irwin brothers. They are Christian filmmakers and they've made a few movies. They've done okay. They've never really made a name for themselves. But then in 2008, they released a movie called I Can Only Imagine. Uh, And it was about another uh, Christian musician.
0: Okay. Did his girlfriend have cancer?
1: Yeah, it it came out in 2018, so a year before this movie. Uh, I can only imagine it cost $7 million to make, and it made $90 million in the box office. Lionsgate has had released it and it was such Lionsgate. a hit Lionsgate. That
0: was that was what uh, I'm glad you brought that up. That fucking shocked the shit out of me. That what? it was Lionsgate. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: Lionsgate released I Can Only Imagine, because it's like, oh they you know, this'll be uh, Christian movies are you know, they always do okay. Maybe we'll break even. And I can only imagine did so much beyond its budget that Lionsgate signed the Irwin Brothers to a multi-picture deal and so they and so I can only imagine is about the writing of apparently the best the the best-selling Christian song of all time the most successful Christian song ever written it sold the most it was played the most on the radio and like whatever the fuck so so yeah so i can only imagine was such a big hit that i think that what we saw i still believe was their attempt to hey that last film was a hit let's just fucking do
0: that again yeah but this is still the house of saw yeah <laughs> you know i mean so it's- to be fair
1: I still believe is to Christianity what Saw is to horror. They're both extremes in their world. You know what I'm saying? Do you understand what I'm trying to... I I, I think so. Yeah, okay. So I'm not fully sure myself, but I don't know. I see similarities between the two. Yeah. Saw is the horror, what I still believe is to Christians. And, you know, at least Lionsgate is an equal opportunity studio. You know? Yeah. A little bit of everything sprinkled in. So, I still believe cost $12 million to make, so the budget got bigger. But it only made $10 million in theaters before all the theaters closed. The the thing about I still believe, it, it, and and Christian movies in general, I don't trust any film that Ned Flanders would have seen in theaters twice. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I, I I have a hard time with 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 all of these Christian movies, but. I mean, it wasn't bad, but it also wasn't good. No. A lot of times people say, oh, Christian movies are so bad, but it's like, I don't know, this was shot beautifully. I mean, mean, a, a bad film is everything bad. Bad sound, bad lighting, bad acting, bad script, bad editing, bad sound effects bad music you know like like uh manos the hands of fate birdamic like these are all bad yeah and that's the thing about christian movies is is that like i don't know the settings were nice the 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 two main people the actor and the actress they're trying but they're not bad actors, and the music isn't bad. It's just all very forgettable.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very. Because it's it's all just control. You know, it, it's like it's 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 almost like the script is almost like a Mad Lib. You know where? <laughs> yeah. Where yeah, once Christian you, Mad Lib. Once you got country boy with a guitar falls in love with cancer victim you can fill in the blanks in between yeah yeah no you absolutely can yeah you absolutely can like anyone can like like maxwell could fill out this script yeah probably his would have more dragons and demons, but
1: actually, I would like to see Maxwell's version,
0: which would perk it up definitely. considerably. Yeah, like, and, and some like, chances, Jeremy. And it's and it's all like it's like in one scene she cried. I think she cried in just one scene. And she like had to hide herself away so nobody could see her cry, you know. But like other than that, yeah. they didn't like deal with her having cancer, you know, and how they feel about it, and how she's trying to get through it, and everything. It's it's just so like, you know, you're you're just a puppet. Just regurgitate these words. You know, yeah. Because you're a brave Christian, and you don't, you don't, you're you're cool with dying.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely fine, one hundred percent.
0: You know, I I mean that that's really a big thing that's missing. I mean, if if we actually got into some drama of how terminal illnesses. Affects you and the people around you. You might have something a little more interesting than you have here. Yeah, probably. Because basically everything was still great because we're Christians. Yeah. What,
1: honey? Well, i was saying that they were the actuality of with cancer i watched my but they didn't just oh it's in remission and then stop going to the doctor no my grandfather fought. he fought tooth and nail like he went to another country to try experimental stuff oh shit he, he uh he 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 he, 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 he. Andy Kaufman there yeah like he was he went to doctors and he tried everything even in remission he didn't stop trying to get it gone you know yeah and that was no no use and and he still died fucking cancer
0: yeah you know yeah
1: christian don't just be not all of them are like oh well I guess Jesus is ready to meet me again. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got to gotta, gotta fight that shit. Yeah.
0: And I'm really glad <laughs> though. I'm really glad that that God sent him somebody to bang while he's waiting to die and be rejoined with her again.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hooray. Yeah.
0: Hooray. Because he's on the record as like, saying I'm sorry. that sorry and like his Look, new wife knows that shit.
1: Yeah, that's gotta be awkward for his for his new wife. Yeah. His second wife. That that's probably a little bit awkward there. Uh-huh. But yeah, no, it's nice of God to go like, Hey Jeremy, it's God. I'm sorry I took your wife, so I'm gonna send you some snatch. from south africa Uh uh-huh some south african poon (laughs) yeah so 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 that's all i've got for this week bunny It, it it's more than i thought i would have for I still believe. but I
0: I think it's more than enough. It's certainly more than it deserves.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So let me explain to you uh, what we're doing next week. First off, uh, another reminder, homework. We're watching the first two episodes of Netflix's new family-friendly sitcom, The Big Show Show. Okay. It's like, hey, what if we got a wrestler you didn't fully like and made him do his own version of Full House. Doesn't that sound great? No. Well, we're Netflix, and we made it anyway. Because <laughs> we don't do ratings, so fuck you. So, also are... so, yeah, nervous. yeah. So yeah, they're so like... they're ramping up creating stuff, but it's less of we're going to create amazing new content. It's more of just we're gonna throw shit at the wall yeah 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 so so uh so we have homework for next week the big show show let me tell you about the movie we're doing next week i got i randomly chose four movies that i had on my computer and i put them on (laughs) a poll on twitter and I said, "Which one of these four movies would you like us to discuss on the podcast?" And it was a random assortment of films. and i I did the voting for like weeks, and we got I think thirty votes, thirty votes on Where? what yeah, we got we got we got about thirty votes. I think it might have been twenty eight, but we got a lot of votes over this past week on what movie we should do for the podcast. okay, so uh uh four movies number number one no in last place was the 2017 movie slaw okay so it's a badly done parody of Saw but centered around coleslaw and all of the actor it was done ridiculously <laughs> cheap and all of the actors are old wrestlers It's a professional wrestling themed coleslaw parody of the Saw movie. No one wanted us to do that. And that film only had 10% of the vote. Uh, In third place was the 70s film Deathbed, The Bed That Eats. Yeah. About a bed that gets possessed. And uh, what's his name? Patton Oswald has a wonderful. a whole, a whole like ten minutes of comedy about how horrible this movie is. That yeah. film got twenty percent. With a with in second place, with a surprise, I, I thought this film would get in first place, but in second place was the new movie Sonic the Hedgehog. I really thought that that one would win, but in first place with forty percent of the vote is the bizarre seventies film Godzilla versus the Smog Monster. Okay. a real departure for godzilla that movie got 40 percent of the vote so next week we will be doing the 2017 professional wrestler coleslaw themed saw parody saw slaw
0: saw slaw okay. slaw
1: s-l-a-w just to be clear we are doing the movie that got the least amount of votes. Okay. Because it upsets me that so few people voted for Slaw. And I'm like, no, damn it. We're watching this horrible Saw parody with wrestlers. <laughs> As far I've seen clips of it, I've seen parts of it. It's really bad. Where did this it voting is.
0: take place? Did I miss something? What happened here? Wait, what would you say? Where did this voting take place? Did I miss something? What happened? It, it was a, it was on Twitter. It okay. was on Twitter. I just did it. I did it on Twitter
1: just I, and, and I Yeah, no, we got a decent amount of votes. And I know that you've always wanted to see uh kevin nash and uh well i've always wanted
0: i've always wanted to see kevin nash with any kind of deli meats frankly okay yeah yeah so
1: this is a horrible horrible movie it sounds and it's It's got a 3.6 out of 10 on IMDb, and it doesn't even register on Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) But it's a coleslaw-themed Saw parody, and it looks to just be the worst. We are doing that next week. It's already on the cough-cough waiting for you. That's what we're
0: doing. I've got to see this reaction. Uh, I'm kind of sorry that we're audio only. So, honey, yeah. the next movie that we're doing is a coleslaw themed parody of the movie Saw, starring professional wrestlers.
1: <laughs> I can't
0: even. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What? Is this a
0: real thing? This is a real thing. This is next week's movie. Uh, I, I don't know. I have to see what file <laughs> format he's got it in. <laughs> yeah, uh oh, Jeannie is so excited for next Why does week's he movie. make you watch these movies? I, I think her mind is sufficiently blown yes. by the very concept of it.
1: okay well well i i thought that this might happen so this is what we're gonna do next week we're gonna do slaw and then the week after that
0: uh cbgb's okay there we go now we're talking because i was actually just about to yell at you about that yeah so so yeah i figured i figured that nothing to do why haven't you watched fucking cbgb's
1: yeah, I figured. Like, I I forced you to watch the Jeremy Camp story and this weird <laughs> professional wrestling coleslaw horror movie parody. We could do CBGBs. It, it's <laughs> it's been enough time, and it's already there. So so yeah. yeah. But but in order to get to CBGBs, we've got to go headfirst into slaw. We, we have to we have to go through the pain. Yeah, we got to go through slaw. So sorry about that. we can get through this together so that's next week next week the big show show and slaw it also it it, it, it's really good synergy because it's a movie with wrestlers and also we're going to be watching the big show show yeah so it it makes a lot of sense thematically yes hold on yes So that is next week. Next week's going to be exciting. Slaw. We're tackling a movie that not a lot of other podcasts have done because people
0: don't know this
1: movie exists.
0: Well, we we have done that quite a bit, I I would have to say. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Not a lot of people covering Slaw, but we have the testicular fortitude to get her done. Yeah. Consume Prilosec. (laughs) so that's next week but now that i'm looking back at this week uh the highs and the lows the church of the holy sepulcher millennium challenge 2002 jeremy camp g shish yes i gotta say i think this has been a pretty good episode
0: i i have to say that Any episode where we do not infect anybody with coronavirus is a damn good episode.
1: Yes, absolutely. 100%. And not for a lack of trying.
0: Yeah.
1: I've been trying. You know, when we started this podcast in 2014, we said that we were going to do this podcast with one goal, to infect everyone with coronavirus. We were ahead of Uh the curve, again. Yeah. You know, we were ahead of the game.
0: This podcast has killed less people than the president.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Less people than we've killed less people than Donald Trump has. Uh But yes, I agree with your assessment. I concur with your assessment, good sir.
0: So until next week, I am Bunny Williams.
1: And I am Reverend Steve. And on behalf of Natasha and. Eleanor and Maxwell and everybody else in the house. I want to say thanks for listening, and we will see you next week. You godless heathens! And Mew- Mew- And your Mewtwo. And um, okay. Do 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 ticket. Okay. do 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 do
0: do do
1: do 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 do
0: do 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 do
1: do 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 And print.